Hey everybody, and welcome to another edition of Grandpa Bill's Grunts and Groans. And in today's show, we're going to return to talking about precious metals, silver, gold, collectible coins, both in the way of a personal hobby. As well as an educational side, and getting into depth about the potentiality of securing yet another revenue stream, talking under the guise of mentor moments here. Precious metals, in and of themselves, make for a sound investing opportunity. Especially as a hedge against inflation and counterbalance to investments rooted in what has been and is a fiat currency here in the states, the U.S. dollar. While these are good reasons to have interest in precious metals, a third reason, perhaps, is to pass along the interest, which, in my own case, I am doing to the next generation. My granddaughter Ada, now 14 years old. Overall, teaching kids about precious metals is. Something that is very worthwhile, but for the most part, probably isn't often discussed. The thinking in and of itself might be that there's no real interest in metals when a child is under, or an adult, as far as that goes, under a certain age, or that there could be. No genuine appreciation of precious metals as a collection or as an investment vehicle. While there may be some truth to that, many collectors began their interest in precious metals during their childhood, much like myself when I had then a very much hobby. Of coin collecting, getting kids interested in precious metals now could be an ideal way to teach them about a global money system and the value of items such as gold and silver and collectible coins. Peripheral, but they've never lost their value for time. In most instances, have increased significantly. The more children are instructed about money in general and the money system, in my humble opinion, at an early age, the better that they tend to be about handling it as they become young adults and navigating the system as such. 
in their business and professional lives when they become of adult age. Some of the ways to instruct kids about precious metals. I would encourage a lot of self-improvisation. Nobody knows your kids, grandchildren, whatever better than yourselves. So, including them in the purchasing product process. Coin collecting can be both enjoyable and profitable. If you would like your children to build a valuable coin collection. Get them involved in doing the homework on the subject, much like yourselves. If you're going to do it for yourself, ask them to read and learn. If they're old enough to do so, I'm blessed that my granddaughter is a voracious reader. Whether she reads this、uh, subject matter or not, <laughs> fingers crossed. It's the principle behind it as well. We already have those wheels in motion as far as hopefully hedging her future. I've talked about in the shows. I recently bought a series of coins and showed a couple, and I'll be talking about that much more. So here, so collecting coins costs money for sure. <laughs> so you need to determine first of all your monthly, annual capabilities of doing so. If you decide. To participate in what I'll be outlining in the way of a membership, but simply availing the opportunity to have the appreciation. What is your opinion of gold and silver? That's the starting point. You may not have one. You may have no interest whatsoever. You may not be interested. This might not be for you. What we're trying to do. Is have people that have an interest in it to whatever level that might be curious enough to view, like a 15-minute video. I simply would send you the information. You go accordingly. I follow up accordingly. That's a quick overview. Perhaps instilling in the children, be it your own and/or grandchildren,、um, encompassing under that auspice for those of us that are grandparents, and for our own personal finances moving forward. The child, the grandchild, possibly will take it up. So, depending on what you. Collecting goals are, and what your budget is, you'll want to buy different types of coins. As an investment, silver can be a good way to diversify your portfolio. Another advantage of the mini silver is that it serves as a hedge against inflation, because it is a physical asset, has intrinsic worth. That dollars and other currencies lack. Silver also offers long-term value and does well when interest rates are low. Also, silver is an element, of course, in and of itself, but it's an element 
and projected new energy patterns, electric cars, solar panels, whatever. Silver is a key component in batteries, jewelry. So I'm skirting the issue here. How we doing for time? I want to try to keep this to about ten minutes, audio-visual-wise. So this is kind of the bridge between what I have talked about in a couple of preceding videos. This is the third in a series of. They'll all be housed on the immediacy at the Spotify exclusively and. In my process of exploring options to enhance audiovisual equipment, perhaps soon you'll see these audiovisuals on all the platforms, which I've been blessed to have my two radio shows be featured on. Wherever you listen to podcast shows, so I'm going to say bye bye for now in this short issue here. Always remember that BH Sales, Chemical Holistic Healthcare Products, Aiden's Animal Products, CTFO, changing the future outcome. The Chemical Holistic Healing Hour, grab a dose, grunts and groans. My team, which is ever increasing, of Google ambassadors with all the things that I do and encompass. My clients, for sure, past, present, and most assuredly future. And all of these intuitives that I've been blessed, and I'm in many groups, to include one that's very intuitive on the silver, golden coins that I'll be talking about. But you see, collectively, we all know somebody in pain, agony, discomfort, grief, pet owners, pets, both, unefficacious medicines. A really broken-down, fractured healthcare system. You see, we promote good health in all animals. There are people, plants, and the planet. We're here each and every day, Sunday through Saturday. If you do like us, please share us on all your social media. Please do follow us to the show. If you find what we're doing of value, if it's not for you in the way of business or what have you, if you could pay it forward, because again, everybody knows somebody in pain, agony, suffering, and pets in the same situation. Please check out our value-added service that coincides with our great wholesale shopping club membership opportunity. And yet another revenue stream that I'll be talking more about with the gold, silver, and precious metals, both in a multi-level network marketing viable business model. We'll continue to talk about that. We've talked about compound leveraging and such in archival shows. We hope you'll join us each and every day. We grow exponentially. You help us in the algorithms by sharing us. We'll say bye bye for now, and may God bless. Peace, everybody. Hey, everybody, and thanks for joining us at the show today. And I want to. 
revisit a subject we've talked about before here. As it pertains to business, as it pertains to life, in general, as it pertains to myself. In senior citizenry, and answering the question, broad-based, posing it to yourselves: What is your why? Bringing it reflective back to myself in the first person, as a person. Of senior citizenry, and in both factions of trying to bridge that gap of advising, mentoring, teaching others. But honing in on my why, which is my granddaughter and my posterity, so asking yourselves the why question and/or ourselves as I'm continuing to ask. Myself, due to the vision and focus point that I'm at at this time frame in my life. So overall, why are we creating, and what is our core motivation? In the listening audience, unique to your demographics, situation, livelihood, family status. Interrelationships, reactions. What's your why? Those who have a why and know their why, why they're living, how they've chosen to live, how they want to live, can, in most instances, bear with almost any. How <laughs> the how questions becoming very prevalent in my own reflections as the world turns on its axis moving forward. Bringing my meditation focusing back to pertaining to a business tenant. Willing to endure the struggles, the frustrations, <laughs> which on a personal level I'm very much mired in, working through that frustration. And for those that need to revisit, where applicable, face your dark <laughs> days, nights. Decades, 
whatever it may pertain to what formulates whatever you hold as a soul or call as such if you do what is it all for my two church mice and dedicated followers peter and paul no Though we talk about subjects for the mind, the body, and the soul, between two different podcast shows that I do on any platform that you would listen to any podcast show, but they're housed at Anchor Radio and Blog Talk Radio. So, what is your why? Your vision must be greater than something that you can do in just a few years. Ah,、uh, there's a rub. For senior citizens, what's a few years? A different, literally and figuratively, set of spectacles, as to supposedly the vision of randomly picking an age, a twenty-something-year-old. That premise, your vision must be greater than something that you can do in a few years, especially if you're young. Good Lord willing, and the creek don't rise, you should be afforded many years to continue your sojourn. So your purpose must have. Sure, it's eternal unless it goes to the great beyond. But within your young lifestyles, if indeed that's the slippers and the demographic that's applicable to you hearing this right now, and/or you have children, grandchildren, a nephew, a niece, whatever, that you may be trying to influence either parentally, grandparentally, such as myself. Is my why? My why is my granddaughter, and every facet peripherally thereafter. What I do, how I do it, all trying to make hopefully it better for her when my time comes to the best of my capability. So what I might have been able to share with her, teach her. Parting upon her and anyone that's young, for sure. But if your why, in my humble opinion, should be considering multiple streams of livelihood, food, sustenance, water, in the ways. So, what is your why? Your vision must be greater than something you can do in just a few years or a single decade, for sure. Things have changed just because, because, and they are in most instances in a rebuilding factor going to at least take decades to close. 
So whatever you do as you forge your way to try to establish whatever the test of time is going to be moving forward, that's your eternal guiding light, I guess. If you randomly pick an adjective for the duration of time that you should live based on being young, <laughs> if indeed you are, as you hear this, people get tripped up in trying to discern whatever their calling is, their passion, <laughs> for a host of reasons that. I've been talking about for three years at this show, some twelve years at other podcast shows, and for sure most of my adult working life, and probably longer ago, going back in reflection. When you do know your life's purpose, it becomes easier to focus on where you are going and what matters most in your life. Be it professionally, personally, or interloping and interlapping in our day-to-day -day affairs and interactions moving forward. And most of the reasons a lot of this is happening is what we've talked about before. Old mindsets, conditioning what we were taught to believe, whom we were taught to look up to, trust, etc., over many decades. So when you know your life's purpose to begin with, and discovering it through whatever, becoming awake for sure. If indeed you were asleep, Rip Van Winkle. Makes you committed and passionate about your goals. Having a purpose will help you find your true passion, including your dream job. Stay focused. Is your why? Mine is always. Young child, up. It's part of being an empath. It's part of being a Pisces. We're all waters. It's my purpose is to help people and pets, both to get connected in their respective lives and turn into the human side. If it overlaps into careers and businesses, at this juncture in my life, I've decided to take the mentor role. As I'm now entrenched in trying to establish and continue creative and passive income, which I aspire to potentially get to full retirement, perhaps in another calendar year, depending on a multitude of variables. So my why is to continue to help people and animals, which I'll do if I just continue to be in the valley of the Jolly Green Giant reverberations off the Grand Canyon wall, which a lot of times this amounts to. 
<clears throat> so my why is to help people be more connected in their life, their career, and businesses, and to push myself to be the best version of myself, so that I feel as though my frustrations. Hopefully, manifest themselves in some regard that it leaves the world, even on a minute scale, a better place than I think it is right at the moment. Before my departure, whenever my departure comes. Being remembered, you know. If I'm remembered by my granddaughter, <laughs> perhaps I've accomplished my mission. So your why statement—if you physically write it out, vision it, put it on a board, laminate it. These things can work to your own personal life coaching for yourself, and however you develop it in business for sure. Clearly expressing your wordsmithing, your thoughts, your visions. What's your unique contribution and your unique impact? The impact reflects the difference that you want to make in the world, and the contribution is the primary action that you take to make an impact. What's your why? We'll be right back with the close of today's show. Stay with us, and thanks for joining us. We'll be right back. Hey everybody, and welcome back to the show. And I want to revisit a question that I've asked here before. What is your why? What is your why? Why are you here? What are you looking for? What's your game plan? What's next? You know, it's so important when you are starting your business and when you're going out to share the membership and when you're going out to share information that you really establish why you're doing the business. So mentally, you're in the right frame of mind. See, when you're in your job environment, you're in a structured environment, which simply means that you have a boss there. You have a specific job that you're told to do, and that's what you're getting compensated to do. But when you're in your home-based business, when you're in your side gig working from home, you're really in an unstructured environment. You have no boss. You have people who will support you and help you every step of the way and guide and coach you. But ultimately, the activity that you do is going to come down on your shoulders in terms of just going out and doing the very simple task of reaching out and sharing. Now, how it works like is like this: 
you really have to have an established why, which is why you're doing the business, what you want out of it, what's going to stimulate you and drive you during those times when you might feel a little bit down or a little bit frustrated or whatever it might be. So these are things that you might want to do to help yourself to keep yourself focused because sincerely, this business can give you the dreams and the things that you're looking for. Number one, when you're establishing why you're doing the business, be as specific as possible. If you want to buy that home, go out there and envision the home and put together pictures of what you want that home to look like or write it down in terms of how big the bedroom is. Uh, what are the sheets on the bed? What are the pictures on the wall? Uh, where is the TV room? Is there a sports room? All of these different things. Be as specific as possible because if you can visualize it, you can make it happen. The next thing is make a dream board. Do this with your family, if at all possible. Get your family involved. Because if you, again, have things that are visual in your face that you're looking at every day, it keeps it in your conscious mind. And I think we all agree we get what we focus on. And so if you're focusing on the good things that you want in life, then you can get them. Again, make that dream board. Make it current. Include your family, if possible. But again, be as specific as you can. And also write a five-year vision statement. Vision statement is simply you writing down what a day in your life would be five years down the road from now in the present tense. Usually a lot of people do it on their birthday as to what is today like if I was having my birthday five years down the road from now. And it's what you ideally would see your life to be. So write this five-year vision statement, and I encourage you to get it laminated and keep it out where you can look at it every day. See, you visualize your thinking, and if you visualize your thinking, you can create that into a reality.